And we are back once again, Scott Cole, Nick Mazesco, and we are talking about the exciting, cannot wait for this year's Minnesota Vikings. Is it going to be enough for them to win the division? New head coach, they bring in Kevin O'Connell from the Rams, former coordinator. Uh, this division, besides the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, is not used to seeing a lot of high-powered offenses. Uh, they still got Kirk Cousins, but could that be enough to bring some excitement to the Vikings, Nick? Could be. Um, I, I think the important thing, I, I don't know if we've, we've ever really said it, but the important thing about these these shows that we do, there's we're not doing a, uh, there's not like, a, a, I don't have a sheet in front of me of all the research I've done. We're really looking yeah. at these with fresh eyes to sort of yep. look at them uh, as objectively as possible as opposed to sitting and thinking the whole time. So, uh, we literally come in and going, I don't know where I think the Vikings could be. We could get through the win-loss game and say the Vikings are a seven-win team and go, well, we <laughs> yeah. thought they had a chance to win the division, but they don't. You don't yep. know until you do it. Uh, I'm taking a look at some of their stuff. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about, Scott. We do. It's the Purple People Eaters. I love those uniforms. Yes. It is the Minnesota Vikings coming up next. They do not have an elite quarterback. He is not elite, Kirk Cousins, but he will get the job done. And, yeah. and and that's what they need in this division. I think the best player they have on offense is Dalvin Cook. I think he is a firecracker. Uh, I remember him watching him play at, at Florida State. There's a few guys uh, that I distinctly remember at running back watching live. Dalvin Cook and Todd Gurley, mm -hmm. that when they came on the field in college, I was like, I was like, they're going to hand the ball off and this dude might score. Like yeah. they, they got 80 yards to go. And this guy might break this thing for 80 yards at any point. And he can still do that at the NFL level, even with the speed. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, we talked about Kirk Cousins. Let's play a little yeah. bit of that. Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield. <laughs> oh man. Um, That's that tells you. I think most that people... Just, that, you just asked me, line. do you like vanilla ice cream or do you like something a little more rocky? You know, it, something a little yeah. more pizzazz to it. it it's, it's like, do you like vanilla or butter pecan? Let's be honest. Like, they're both <laughs> mid-tier. Like, the, Kirk Cousins is fine when yeah. he wants to be and when it's not a primetime game. Um, He's efficient. 33 touchdowns, 7 INTs. He doesn't hurt you at all. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but is he going to go out there and win a game for you? That's the question. But, That's and the I, question. I don't think on this team he has to. I don't. I no. do think the new coach is, uh, you know, uh, is a big factor, a big talking point. Mike Zimmer was bad. Let's call for what yeah. it is. Mike Zimmer yeah. was a, a bad NFL coach. But he's coming off a year. I mean, the last three to f the last four years, he's been, you know, between 66 and 70% completions, um, which is good. He's only had in, in, out of the last three years, only one year had double-digit interceptions. He's six interceptions two years ago, seven last year. You know, Kirk Cousins is what he is. He is going to make some mistakes. He is not the most accurate quarterback ever. He is not the clutchest quarterback ever. But he makes throws, and he's got a good receiving core. I'm with you, Scott. I love Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook can play 17 games, that's his biggest struggle, is yep. he finds a way to get dinged up and miss four games. But let's not forget, they've got a pretty nice backup. Alexander Madison filled in really nicely for them last year. Obviously, he's not Dalvin Cook, but he was still sitting there at four yards of carry. Um, 
the biggest thing with this team, it's two things. One is depth at wide receiver. Justin Jefferson, a very good wide receiver. Adam Thielen, I think we learned how good Adam Thielen was last year because when he got hurt last year, that team was totally different. But what do you have after that? K.J. Osborne, former Michigan State product Jalen Naylor, uh, BZ Johnson. Like, Who is your next wide receiver after that? We don't know. This offensive line, though, is a problem. Um, PFF has them ranked as the 19th offensive line behind the New York Giants, which the New York Giants offensive line was literally New York subway turnstiles last year. That's rough. (laughs) This line hinges on two things. Number one is the right side of the line, Ed Ingram and Brian O'Neill. What are they? We don't really know. These guys are kind of career in and out guys. They haven't been established starters. Can they do that? Number two is the development of Christian Derisaw. If Derisaw can develop into that left tackle, this line should be okay. Um, Garrett Bradbury at center, I think, is a solid center. I would not say he's he's great, but he's a top top 12 center. Um, But Christian Derisaw's development is a big deal for this team. That offensive line is suspect and... Here's the thing. You can have Justin Jefferson running all the fly routes you want, but if you only have two seconds to throw the ball, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's got all He can beat you over the top, but you're right. It's going to be more drags uh, and, and checkdowns. Uh, by the way, eight and nine a year ago, this was yeah. a team that lost a ton of close games. Yeah, lost a lot two of close Two and five games. in close games. And, but, and let's also point out, they made wholesale change. So not only do they bring in a new coach in Kevin O'Connell, they brought in a new GM in Quasia from the, from the Browns, Adolfo Mensa. Yep. And then their defense got reworked. Uh, they still got Daniil Hunter out there. Who's a premier defensive end. They still got Eric Kendricks out there at linebacker. They bring in Zadarius Smith from the Packers, which I love. I love that move. I think that's a fun move to bring in somebody from the division to come play. And then they go and get a veteran corner in Pat Peterson, who is not, what he used to be, but man, Pat Peterson with Cam Dantzler, that cornerback room is interesting. They still got Harrison Smith at safety. This defense is weird. I call it a popcorn defense because some of these are pop kernels that I want to eat. I, I love Harrison Smith. I love Zedaria Smith. I love Daniel Hunter. And some of these guys, Harrison Phillips, Lewis, is it Cine? Lewis Sign? <laughs> L- L- like, Jalen Twyman. Boy, there are some pieces out here that I go, who are you? So uh Zadarius Smith added to this team. Yeah. I, I think is I think it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a pass rusher and a guy who can also he can I mean, this is an interior linebacker. So this is a guy that loved to shoot the gaps, was a guy that can get after the quarterback, but if you drop him back, he knows the Kendrick, division too. Yeah. Coming from the Packers. Knows knows the teams you're playing. This is a guy that can slide inside. This is a guy that can play outside, get after the quarterback, drop back. He's a versatile guy. He was a he was just he was hundred percent a cut factor of of cap room in Green Bay because they've got a lot of pieces they need to sign. I should have signed uh, a wide receiver, but also um, they have a bad kicker. Yes, do not forget that Greg no. Joseph. Uh, Browns cut him. He wasn't good with the Browns. He's not not. Come good. on, Florida Atlantic is pumping out the great kickers of all time. <laughs> Greg Joseph. Uh, here's my memory of Greg Joseph from last year. Went to the Cardinals Vikings game with a Vikings fan here in Arizona. Week three, Greg Joseph steps up for a game winner, 28 yard field goal, and misses it. So good on. <laughs> yeah, from 28. That was that was not good. Oof. Um, we're gonna get to the win loss game here uh, soon, but I want to bring up those those close losses again. Also, mm-hmm. one of the intangibles I had for this team was last year. Uh, you know, they faced the NFC West and the AFC North. And was terrible in those games. They were two mm. and six. Uh, actually played pretty well in the division. Uh, finished at eight and nine. 
I think, uh, unlike Green Bay, I, I think their schedule is going to be the friend here. So I'm really interested in stepping uh, through this um, and seeing what you think if they'll get you know better on offense, win some closer games. You know, we assume Dalvin Cook stays healthy. Um, and I think they improved. I, I think they're an improved team. And I, I assume they're going to break these eight wins. But you never know until you get to it. And what a way to start the season. We just talked about it a couple of days ago when we did Green Bay. Green Bay Packers, September 11th. You host them at home. You got it. I mean, you got this sets the tone to the season, Nick. Uh, by the way, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing my math here. Uh, their combined games against Detroit, the score was 45-45, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> good, good on you, Detroit. Um, yeah, um, we said it on uh, our, in our last show. Uh, I've got the uh, the um, Vikings winning this game. It's a home game. Um, they're going to be coming and fired up. Um, little little revenge factor with uh, Zedary Smith. Excited to see that. Um, give me the Vikings in game one. You get an extra day. Um to face the Eagles on Monday night football on September 19th. Um, this is an interesting game. Um, and, uh, I, Monday night football is Kirk Cousins kryptonite. Uh, it literally <laughs> it's is so true. It's, it's so, so true. true. <laughs> it's in Philly. Give me the Eagles in this one. Give me Jalen hurts yeah. to win this game at home. If this is any other time, I think it's more of a toss up, but man, Kirk Cousins hate Monday night football. Um, so yeah, give me give me Jalen Hurts and the and the 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 Lincoln Financial Boo Birds. Six days uh, later, they got the Lions at home. That's a win. Um, yeah, I like them at home. home. Yeah, um, not much to say there. Uh, they should be the Lions. They got to go to London uh, the following week to face the New Orleans Saints. Talk about yeah. a weird game. A weird game. Another team we talked about a while ago. As we said, don't know much about this New Orleans team, um, but they will um, have the advantage of the quarterback. I think Jameis Winston is better than Kirk Cousins. I do too. Uh, I think the entire wide receiving core for the Vikings is better than the um, Saints. Again, who knows if Michael Thomas is playing? And remember, no Alvin Kamara for this game. So give me the Minnesota Vikings. No, that was that is a huge point. Uh, so they move to uh, three and one to start the season. Then they host the Bears. What a what a great. Just a, I mean, they got a bye week coming up here soon. This is a great little schedule to start the season. Finally, a team with an earlier bye week, by the way. Um, yeah. yeah, four and one. They beat the Bears. Um, Scott, I'm not looking forward to doing the Bears one. It's, <laughs> no, it's going to be quick. It it's might be a three be. minute show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it might just be me saying Walter Payton's not walking through that door. Where's Walter Payton? Hey, three, Walt. uh, three Please. and fourteen. Next. <laughs> yeah. Where's um, the fridge? Do we yeah. have any fridge? Can we just put a fridge on the field? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so not too bad. Sitting at four and one, and you go down to South Beach before the bye week. I don't remember who I said I had this game. I, this is a tough game. Minnesota wins this game, and that's, what, that's what you said when game. it was with the Dolphins. Yeah, I think I Minnesota think wins this game. I think this they're is six close, and one. Yeah, I think this is a close game. Um, I think this is a game that Miami could certainly win. I don't know if Pat Peterson and Cam Dantzler can keep up with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. But I think the biggest factor is they've got Daniil Hunter getting after the quarterback, and these linebackers are going to make them a tough game. Now, I am um, taking Kirk Cousins over to it. <laughs> I am too. And I am excited to watch a here, – here's the thing. This is the thing that's tough. If you look at the two main skill position groups for these two teams, who are you taking? The 
uh, Minnesota wide receiving core of Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen or the Miami cornerbacks in Xavier Howard and Byron Jones? To me, it's a wash. Like that is as even as it gets. So then you go the other way. X factor in this game. So then you go the other way. Who are you taking? The wide receiving core of uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle or the cornerbacks of 90 year old Pat Peterson and Cam Dantzler. I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah, you're so taking it's going to come down there. to which quarterback plays better. The Vikings have a better running back room. They're going to run the ball, I think, more with Dalvin Cook. Um, they Each team, I think the, the Vikings have a little better pass rush with Daniil Hunter. This is a good game. They got a uh, yeah, and, and we talked about them adding um, adding Smith. You got to throw Eric Kendricks in there, and like yeah. I mean, it's uh, Harrison Smith is yep. a dog. There's a lot it's, of ex- there's a lot of experience. Uh, what they maybe lack in uh, you know prime time speed. Yeah, on that Vikings defense, they make up for it um, in experience because they got they, some they got some all pro selections on that team. This is going to be a big test for Kevin O'Connell. This is a, a game that he's going to have to, I think, out-coach Miami by scheming for these two very fast players. Um, but I'll say this. For a 1 p.m. game on an October Sunday, I'm intrigued. I hope this is the game I get to watch. I really I'm like intrigued. It. This is going to be a fun game. Yeah. So, I mean, if we go back to what you said against the Dolphins, I think they're I think they're 6-1 and one going into the bye week. I do. I mean, again, I think you... It's very possible they're five and two, but yeah. six and one feels right. The London games are always toss ups. Um, and, you know, obviously we gave them that win over Green Bay. They could lose that for sure. But uh, six and one, yeah. yeah. Six and one, best case scenario, I think, at this point. By week. Uh, and then you're like, man, these guys are, what are they drinking over here? They got them at six and one. Hold up, folks, because the schedule, the schedule changes a little bit uh, here after the bye week. And they start with the Cardinals. Uh, hosting them at home on October 30th. One of the one of the tougher teams to figure out, Nick, uh, in the NFL. Yeah, um, this team right here. Uh, I live here. I listen to news about them all the time. I still don't really know what to make of them. Um, this is a... You're going to get four hours of film study going into yeah. this one. Um, obviously, <laughs> west-east uh, travel for the... A uh, little easier for teams going west-east than it is east-to-west, I think. Yeah, and, um, and you're kind of Arizona to Minnesota. Minnesota. It's not too. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, the uh, Cardinals will be coming off a home game against the Saints, so not exactly. They're not coming off some slobber knocker. Um, this is an interesting game. Um, and I here's the thing: I've said Tough outright, pick. I am not a Cliff Kingsbury fan. I do not think he is a no. good coach. But I think the important thing is they're gonna get DeAndre Hopkins in this game. D hop will be off a six game suspension. So you're going to have the one, two punch of D hop and Hollywood Brown. Um, I like, I really, honestly, one of the unsung running backs last year, James Connor was really good last year. I mean, he was on a team that didn't get a lot of shine. Kyler Murray will have his top target back. I like the Cardinals to pull out a win in this game. Um, on the road, on the road, but this is a team that let's also not forget. This is a defense for the Cardinals that does have, JJ Watt. I don't know. I mean, Vikings coming off a of bye week, Nick. I mean, this is, I, and I will just say this is a tough, this is a tough choice. This, this is a tough is. game to, to pick. It's a coin flip. Um, I just, I, they, the Cardinals have the build to be good against the Vikings. They've got a great number one corner in Byron Murphy. They've got good yep. safety with Buda Baker to help out over the top. Um, this is a team that can stop the run with JJ Watt. They've got, you know, a good linebacking core with Simmons and Collins. Um, and, I don't know what the Minnesota defense is going to do with Kyler Murray all over the place. I really don't. 
could the Vikings win this game? Yes. Sure. Should they it's win this game? game? Yeah. I mean, it's a bye yeah. week with a home game. That's a nice setup. But I've seen – let's remember that the Cardinals with Kyler Murray and D-Hop were stretching towards number one seed in the NFC. And then D-Hop yeah. gets hurt, and that team took a dive off of a very high cliff. Whoa. But this bad. team was very, very good last year with both those players. D-Hop is – a unbelievable talent man i again another game scott that i am just excited to watch so let's be clear they they were nine and two last year they were nine and two going into the bye week d hop got hurt i believe it was in that chicago game yep um and they lost four or five or they lost yeah four or five to end the season this is a nine and two team who went out there and they're you're talking about the best team in the nfc and they laid an egg they this is a team that beat the rams at sofi 37 to 20 they beat the brakes off the rams they outclassed them the entire way they are good with if d hop wasn't in this game yeah i'm taking the vikings but with d hop give me the cardinals and cliff kingsbury's he's one of the toughest guys to cover in the league yeah one of the best route runners we got you talk another game a uh a 1 p.m start on a sunday i will watch this game please and thank you thank you uh fox you better give us this one so six and two they open up November uh, at the Commanders. A punch in the face. Goodbye, Carson Wentz. Have a great day. <laughs> Carson Wentz sucks. Uh, Good for Terry McLaurin getting his money, though. Good yeah. for you, dog. Like, uh, hell yeah. Seven Good and luck. two. Yeah. Uh, they go to Buffalo. Seven and, and this... three. Seven and three, indeed, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Th- um, uh, I think it'll be a tougher, th- tougher than you. I think it'll be a good game. But a game that Buffalo should be expected to win. Should win. I, I sort of screams a touchdown win for me, barring um, awful weather. Um, but again, you talk about a team that can handle Justin Jefferson is a team that's got Tredavious White out there. Um, assuming he is healthy and playing, that's a great 1-1 matchup. Um, this Bills team has an offense that can keep up and defense that can get stops. Um, yeah, I like, I like the Bills at home. Remember our last show, they got to get to 13 wins. Yep. <laughs> or... I mean, they could tie the Green Bay Packers and 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 win, have the head to head. So they're sitting at seven and three, and they visit. Uh, actually, Dallas comes to Minnesota. This one's tough for me. I will coming off that game in Buffalo. This is a game that I think Dallas has a really good shot to win. Yep. I do. Um. And this may be a little bit of leaning. Uh, these are two teams, Minnesota and Dallas, who I know a lot of people are ragging on. It's the Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott of them all. Like, nobody likes them. Um, <laughs> home game for Minnesota. Uh, but I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys in this game. I, I like Dallas. Um, I, I think the yeah, I was trying thing, to see who Dallas uh, plays, you know, who, who they play the week before. Uh, the week before the Dallas Cowboys uh, play at Green Bay. They both got Ooh. tough tough road games beforehand so nobody's coming into this game feeling and good. you had the cowboys winning at lambo yeah i think so. the cowboys get uh, here's the, here's why we talked about this the biggest factor is that 19th ranked offensive line and who do the dallas cowboys have they got tank Lawrence and michael parsons <laughs> that's a, it's a tough one too to hold up with a bad offensive line um i think the cowboys defense are going to be the story of the season i really I hate do. giving the cowboys wins but I, I i think you might be right seven and four but coin flip this one and that's a that's a 430 that's gonna be the marquee game on cbs i i'm excited to watch that game four days later yeah november 24th that must be uh 
Is that, is that a little Thanksgiving action? Uh, yeah. A little, little Thanksgiving night. Everyone yeah. in a coma from all the turkey. They face uh, the Pats. The Pats yeah. come to Minnesota. Yeah, give me the uh, give me the Vikings in this one. Even with the four days rest, guess what? Patriots are also going to be coming off four days rest. <laughs> so they're not going to be having fun. I mean, in fairness, they're coming off four days rest from playing the Jets. So it's basically four days rest from bye week. <laughs> but it's Minnesota. It's in Minnesota. I think Minnesota's going to be amped to win this game. I think coming off a tough game against Dallas, they're going to want to make a statement. Um, yeah, especially if you lose back to back. If you lose to yeah. the Bills and Dallas, you kind of feel like your season might be slipping away. Yeah, yeah. And again, New England's not bringing a wide receiving core that scares me. So, um, they, I think the the defense can hold up. And um, yeah, give me, give me, give me the Vikings on Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So they're at uh, eight and four, and they yeah. face and the Jets. Yeah, and move to three. nine and four. Yeah, yeah. December fourth. Open up December. Uh, they host the Jets. They should take care of the Jets easily. And that when they go on the road to Detroit, and this is where the schedule gets really interesting, right? Because you know you're you're sitting at nine and four, you got a couple games left here, and you and you you know if you're trying to keep pace with Green Bay, you know you need them. I did it last week. I'm gonna do it again. Give me the Detroit Lions in this one. Um, yeah. I think this is a look ahead game. This is a game that, by the way, the uh, Lions were not good against the or the the Vikings were not good against the Lions last year. Nope. They weren't. And the Lions were much worse last year. Um, yeah, they gave up a lot of points to the Lions a year ago. They do. I mean, Cousins 7-2 and two They the gave Lions up a lot of points player. in general. I mean, we go back to um, that interesting thought, and one of the reasons they made the coaching change was they had a ton of times where they had, you know, they were up by 6, 13. Like, they had these leads that they just let go. They can't do that this year. Yeah, I mean, again, I think they probably, I mean, Kirk Cousins has been historically pretty good against the Lions, 7-2 and two, um, against the Lions in his career, 75% completion percentage. Like, he's he's been good against the Lions. But this is a Vikings team that has let some, they've let easy games slip away. And I'm not going to give them uh, an entire win-loss game without one stupid loss. This screams it, especially coming off a Thursday night game against New England and going into a game against Indy. This is that sandwich game that nobody wants to play. Uh, give me the Lions in a close one in this one. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Dan Campbell. Flex game either on the 17th or 18th. They host the Colts. Yeah. And I think the Colts are top-tier, top-class. Uh, talk about a game I want to watch. Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, thank you very much. <laughs> Run the damn ball. Um, this is a toss-up game to me, but I have the Colts winning this one. Um, I, I, am... I I don't think it's a toss-up. I mean, I and we give them, we certainly give them the Vikings a lot of respect. I, I think the Colts are really, really good. I do too. I think this offense. I think Matt Ryan. And I hate to say this, like Matt Ryan is like the thing they've been missing. Yeah, yeah. I like the Colts in this one, and I'm excited. The Colts are the only team in the AFC South. I'm excited to do the win-loss game with. I uh, can't wait for it. Um, <laughs> but give me the Colts uh, getting a big win. I think the Colts are going to be playing for stuff here. And what that. That right there it puts them at what nine and or that's uh, ten and four, right? With three games remaining. Uh, is that ten and five, or is that nine and five? So nine and five with three games nine remaining. Five. So nine and five, three games remaining. They lose Detroit. They lose Dallas. They lose Buffalo, and the one before. Yep. Uh, yeah, five with Indy. Yep. Nine with and Indy, five. It, it, yeah, that's their fifth loss. Yep. So. Uh, so nine and five, and they need to get to thirteen to win the division, and they've got three games left. Well, <laughs> well, 
Uh, and they do have Green Bay coming up. They do. But they on uh, Christmas Eve, they face the Giants on a Saturday. Enjoy that win. I don't, yeah, that, I don't care that it's sandwiched between the Colts and the, uh, and the Packers. They're going to beat the pants off Daniel Jones. So they moved to uh, 10 and 5, two games remaining at Green Bay at Chicago. They're going to go one on one in this. They are. Yeah. Uh, I said last time, I think Green Bay wins this game um, at home, New Year's Eve. I think this is uh, the schedules have matched up, Scott. This will be a, a for the division game. And we'll get into. I'd have to do the math on tiebreakers in the division. I think it's division record after that. They're both. Yep. I have them both with a loss to Detroit. I have them both beating Chicago. I have them splitting. They're going to have the same division record. So it's going to go to like common opponents and that gets confusing. Yeah, yeah. But I got them splitting. Um, give me Green Bay. And then at that point, they have to win against Chicago. The Vikings beat Chicago. I think the Packers and Vikings both are sitting there with 12 wins at the end of the year. And they're both in the playoffs. One's yeah, that's why, you know, I think that 12 win mark it's got to be an earmark for both the Packers and the Vikings. Yeah. Like if we can get to 12 wins, we got a, you know, a serious shot to win the division. For sure. I don't, I think I don't like 10 wins. I I don't think 10 wins wins is going to get it. It's about a 50, 50 shot. If they can win the division, 11 wins. I think 12 is the, you're going to win the division or at least be in the tiebreakers for the division. Yeah. I mean, they, they play green Bay in the first game. They got them the next, the last game. It sets up. Uh, for a division rivalry there. Uh, and we've given a lot of respect to Aaron Rodgers. Maybe more wins than maybe we should have given. What's your what's your floor? What's what's the ceiling here with this team as far as win-losses go? How high uh, can they get and how bad can it get? I think 12 is their, their ceiling. I don't think they get much above 12. Uh, we've given them some good wins out here. I don't see them getting to the 13-win mark. I think that offensive line is not quite good enough. This is a good team, though, um, and their defense and their wide receiving core is going to be what leads them there? I think their floor is nine. Um, I think their floor is slightly higher than Green Bay's because um, I like their team a little more, uh, and I like their schedule a lot more. Would be the big schedule one. Schedule a lot more. I mean, that's the only reason they're in this conversation. Yeah, it, but it really sucks for them that they blew all those wins a year ago. But it's set up for a schedule that they maybe have a chance to win the division. Yeah, I mean, I think a realistic floor is nine. I think the world is falling floor is probably five because we just don't know a lot about Kevin O'Connell if he's that guy. But it can't get much worse than Mike Zimmer. No. Right? Right? Zimmer was awful. Like, he was just awful. Um, but, yeah, I think nine I, – I think this, is a, this, this team will be at their floor around 500, um, which has sort of been the Vikings' mantra, uh, just be around 500. That's about where they've while. been. But, yeah, I think this Vikings team is good enough to compete. I think this is also a team to look for at the trade deadline to make a move to improve that offensive line. Um, if there's somebody out there on a bad team that is looking to move a, a tackle, um, this could certainly be the destination. Because they could move Christian Derisaw inside and trade for a tackle, and all of a sudden you have a much better offensive line. It's my big concern for them. I think they will be better just with the schedule and with the coaching change. Um but I, I think they're going to face a lot of pressure, and I don't think they're going to create a lot of pressure, which in, the, in, in this NFL, that's sort of what it's about, stopping yeah. the pass rush and getting a pass rush. That could be their detriment. Two primetime games. That's all they gave. Like, yeah. congrats, Kirk. You might be okay. Yeah, the, schedule, the schedule's in their favor. There's no, yeah. there's no question about that. So we'll see what happens to that division. We'll be back next week. It will be the Lions and Bears. Uh, we might Ooh. throw some other uh, 
other teams in there as we try to fit all 32 NFL teams into uh, this uh, before the September 8th kickoff. Yeah, Lord knows. Like, we might sandwich, like, the Bears with the Texans and the <laughs> and the Jaguars. And I don't do know the- if the Bears are that bad, but it, it's not good. They might be. I mean, they don't have a win in the division so far, so. Nope. Oof. I mean, their best chance to win is going to be versus Detroit. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm and sorry. maybe Green Bay and just a rivalry kind of. Um, End of the season. Maybe. Yeah. And, like, you know, I mean, this the team we just did with the Vikings, it could be an inconsequential game, uh, that final game of the year. You never know what's going to happen. They added this 17th game, and really all it's given us is, like, meh. Uh, are they going to sit their starters or not conversation? It's. Um, we, we, we need more like coming down to the wire, which I think might happen in this division. That's the exciting thing. Um, you know, and, and certainly the Packers could be really bad this year. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 it could, it could get ugly. Um, it could get ugly for game green Bay. Uh, we'll continue through the NFC North as we move on. Scott Cole, Nick Bozesco. Thanks for watching. Make sure you got there and subscribe to our audio podcast where a majority of you listen. If you're listening to this, on our audio podcast, come out and check out the video. Uh, you know, see the beards, see the facial hair, uh, see Nick's helmet collection. They're right, there. They're right there. Uh, and see me looking eagerly to leave Texas in the heat behind. You are That's, so close, man. You are I, so I'm, close. I'm, I'm, I'm getting close. Tick, cannot tick, wait. Tick. Cannot wait for the football season. We are just a few weeks away. Thanks so much for watching the show. Uh, everybody out there that supports and sends us love. We send it right back to you and we'll see you next time.